We've got some hey, I'm Luis, and I'm Luis, and you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. That's right, guys. Today, special guest, special topic, how to master or subconscious to bulletproof our business. What? What? I want to know everything about this. But before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes drop on your phone. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Co everywhere that is right and if you find this episode impactful which i am sure you will don't forget to share it and leave a five star review that's right five fingers for five stars yeah <laughs> so today's guest is one of our facebook group buddies mm-hmm. <clears throat> thank you brooke evans he accepted our friend request and hopped on a call with us after taking some short sabbatical from social media Hey, we get it. You know, sometimes we just need to stay away from all the craziness. That's right. Today's guest comes with a whole new ball game and ready to crush it. He is a spiritual entrepreneurship coach, rapid transformational hypnotherapist, speaker, subconscious expert, and founder of Charisma Energy Mastery. In short, He's a total badass. So buckle up, amigos. <laughs> he teaches... You, you really wanted to see that, Jay. Okay, good. That. <laughs> he teaches others how to monetize their true voice online, close deals, and master their subconscious mind. He has some awesome accolades. Accolades. You, did I say it right? I you, think so. Okay, you I had mean, to Google this one. I had to. That we could mention here. But the one that got our attention was he studies with FBI hostage negotiator Chris Voss. Say what? What? Where were you when we were back in Venezuela, man? Where were you? <laughs> That's incredible. Please welcome founder of the Charisma Energy Mastery, master of the, subco- of the subconscious mind, and master vibrant, Theo coming! Hey! Baby! Y'all are just absolutely mesmerizing. <laughs> Cannot take my ears off of you. I was gonna say, can't take my eyes off you. That's obvious, but you guys have some kind of magnetic energy. Thank you, Theo. Thank you, man. I'm so excited for today's conversation. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for joining us, man. Especially, you know, after that that call that we had, amazing. We were like, we need to share this with the world. (laughs) Now, my pleasure, Fonzie Lewis. You guys are just the one-two punch. I'm I'm just honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I'm definitely the one punch. He's the second punch. (laughs) I do want to mention this. We left this out of the intro. You are writing a book, right? I think that is absolutely massive too. So right here at the start, I'm going to encourage people to follow you. So when that book is ready, they know where to, where to get it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon.com. Easy. Self-publish. We, we looked at Hay House, you know, a little bit out of the, off the budget at the moment. But, you know, self-publish is just as good oh yeah it's good and you're making it happen that's the thing execution and that's what you know we talk about uh, on the show every single day so we're mm-hmm. super excited and uh you know we'll definitely get to it but before we actually dive into those details theo like tell us a little bit who you are where you come from like how in the hell you ended up in this crazy amazing world of the mindset and subconscious and using it you know to monetize business and bulletproof 
Tell us more. Mm. Oh my <laughs> God. I'll tell you what, guys. I, my whole life, ever since I was a baby, right? Adopted from South Korea, right smack in the face. Yeah, see, there I said it. This is one of the most shameful, regretful, uh, guilty. Like, those are the top three worst emotional states of vibration that you can possibly, mm. possibly be in. And this is, was my state of lifestyle, like my mindset as a child of this kind of like abandonment trauma. And here's the thing. Here's a fascinating thing. You don't have to necessarily be adopted to have this abandonment trauma. There's this interesting thing. And I know we're getting deep. We're going right. I like. I love right it. I mean, we, we went right into the, the deep fluff, end. Right? <laughs> we cut right through the fluff. So um, when we look at that, right, abandonment trauma doesn't necessarily mean that your parents were not um, physically there. But it could it just simply mean that they were not emotionally available for you. Mm. And then you created this belief that, and maybe you guys can relate, right? Since you had such a difficult time, you know, growing up from where you're from, you had to kind of fend for yourselves. And I feel this, I felt somewhat similar, feeling kind of outcasted, like nobody understood my struggle. And then I somehow created this false moral high ground, like because nobody gets me, right? I have this unique excuse as to why I can't be the best me right mm. and this is what we do we fight with us we fight we argue for our limitations oftentimes when we're younger we can carry those limiting beliefs uh, with us to kind of rationalize where we are yeah but once we take responsibility once we take ownership so I had a look at it took me to get depression anxiety addictions all throughout so long story short right so uh, this abandonment trauma you know Parents weren't there emotionally. They were there physically. They weren't there emotionally. And so I created this kind of belief that um, not only do I think feel unsafe communicating my feelings, uh, I feel I have to internalize them. I don't think that I, I can actually tell people how I feel. Mm. And you can start to see how this is like the kernel of truth that stops so many business owners from elevating their business is their un, uh, unwillingness to be vulnerable. They, mm -hmm. they, they look too plastic online and there's no relatability. There's no authenticity. Yeah. So when I was moving towards my music career, I was in music, okay? So mm -hmm. I didn't see myself as this <laughs> subconscious transformational mm -hmm. business coach. Like, anything spiritual whatsoever in fact i was raised catholic so this is all this is totally <laughs> against the grain right yeah <laughs> and so um you know i was i grew up playing music because that was the one way that i was really able to connect with my parents that was the one way i was able to stand out from my siblings you know my older sister she was the achiever My little sister, she was the princess, and they cut my little brother and her were kind of fought over that role. And then I was the rebel. So yeah. we kind of unconsciously choose these roles, and this becomes our subconscious conditioning as to how we feel that we must interact with the world. Yeah. Mm. So I, since I was the rebel, I always thought that people were out to get me. So I would attract this very hot and cold, and that had a lot to do with how I observed mom and dad. Uh, especially my mom, you know, she she was she's a lovely lady. She's amazing, but she did have a difficult childhood, and she, her subconscious programming was familiar with conditional kind of this push and pull, narcissistic, covert. You know, I'm the victim. You know, it's your fault, right? Like blame and shame you. Yeah. 
And so I, I created this rule, this condition in my mind, this meaning of love equals push and pull, hot and cold. And I saw, I would actually attract girlfriends who were very controlling, very critical, right? Always wanted to make sure I, they were controlling me. And I had no frame in my life. I had no sense of who I was. Yeah. Even though I was really successful in music, I got to the point where I was very successful, but I was, it's almost like the more successful I got, the more depressed and unfulfilled I felt and more confused I was, more lost I felt because I thought this was my passion. And, you know, it was even on top of that, I wanted my mom and dad to, I wanted them to love me more because of the success. But on, from my perspective, they didn't. But yeah. once I was a client of all the subconscious work that I do with my clients now, I started to see the truth that our parents actually did love us. It's just that they, they didn't love us exactly the way that we wanted to be seen and heard. And that's what creates a trauma. So a trauma is not, for example, you know, the belt going across your face, right? It's actually the meaning, the interpretation that we created because of that event. So that has the same on top that also has the same emotional impact on you if you get your leg blown off in war. It's just simply an emotional sandprint of an yeah. of a impact of un, of a story, of a meaning, interpretation. And then this becomes this automatic program because the subconscious it wants to save us energy in our head. I'll give you guys an example. Maybe your listeners can come go along with this. So if I were to tell you, cross your arms, go ahead, do that right now. Cross right. your arms. Okay. Done. And just see where you're at now. Okay. And now uncross them. All right. And now I want you to cross your arms the opposite way from what you're familiar with. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. You see how there is this kind of like awkward, I don't know, this is so weird. Like, how am I supposed to fit my arms in this? opposite way right i i hope you guys so, listening are doing it too so we're not the only ones doing this thing <laughs> thank you yeah and so <laughs> what's happening is you have this conscious belief yeah of of this is the way you want things to happen mm. but you have this subconscious conditioning that has basically created a program to save you energy so then when when your conscious beliefs go against your subconscious beliefs there's there's a disc the, the dissonance and so there's this push and pull there's this And this is why people procrastinate in life. This is why people are never decisive in life, which is why they never, um, they never really believe in themselves because they have these deeper internal conflicts that are emotional yeah. from ages zero to seven. And they, they attribute it to something in the environment. But the environment is actually just reflecting back to people what they deeply believe, yeah. not what they want. So life gives us what we, what we are, not what we want necessarily. I, I, and so through that, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like, I absolutely love this because I, I thought I was just going to bring my snorkel and just like swim at the top of the surface, but I need to bring my whole scuba diving equipment so we can like dive very <laughs> deep into like this conversation because to I, do I, I, to do, to, yeah, <laughs> just so you know, Theo, I'm a dad. So that jokes are on the way. So you'll see, you'll see that coming in our show, but, but I All love right. it because All I don't, right. I don't think we've done Uh, such a deep dive so fast in the show and and I love it because this is a lot of what we talk about when we talk about publishing and, and 
facing the camera or your phone or anything that you when you want to advertise this right and now we're talking into mm. those dark sides those monsters that might be you know behind us that we don't know anything about and is it now becomes something bigger you know and we talked a lot about the concept of growth through publishing because as soon as you start doing this and facing your fears and sharing you know vulnerable moments like you were saying before you start to face these mm. things and sometimes it's not clear to us what those things are so it's incredible that wow. that you are able to now define that and i think this is very very key here the conscious belief versus the subconscious action you said another word but i typed action right and is that like the the programming the, the programming right the body and the mind is so intelligent that it's gonna help us be very effective and not waste energy on new things right and now we're we're yeah. seeing that building the the business is like okay we gotta create these systems right that then the business ru runs on a subconscious level uh on the business side right and that's what the body does and it's incredible because now we can go back and try to identify this some cautious moments and see if we can reprogram for the benefit or your communication your content your business your objectives your goals so incredible like all these points and i just wanted to like to interrupt you just a second so we can like summarize it a little bit for those listening because there's yeah, so totally. much value like packed in like legit the first 10 minutes of the show <laughs> So thank you for for bringing that into us. I don't know, Fonzie. You have, uh, I mean, uh, is no, your I, mind blown yet? I, I'm, ta I'm taking notes. I have questions, but I, I I am very curious to see you know where this teaching led you, right, in your story. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I I realized you know when I was being I was I had this hypnotherapy experience, and it was more than that. It was so many different things going on, and and so. And, and when I look back, when you when you actually do this deeper work, this is this is stuff that I was like, holy crap! <laughs> I had no clue that those experiences. I, I had no clue, like what what was my interpretation? Like, oftentimes we do remember. Oh yeah, we had some difficult times, but a lot of times we don't we don't remember like what which ones are related with our money fear blocks and we don't know which ones are related mm. with our love issues and the thing that i want that i want all people to see is that everything all your success is going to happen through relationships all your success is going to happen through not just your relationship with your with other people but with yourself with the universe and the biggest truth i came to see And maybe you guys have experienced a, a, a near-death accident. I remember when I almost died in a car accident. This oh. guy blindsided me. This is actually even before this, right? Like when I was in, in uh, I think it was like 25 at the time, mm. before I did this deeper work. And I remember like getting, seeing I was not decapitated, right? The car was decapitated, but mm. I was good. Wow. And all I remember doing is calling like everyone I knew And, or just texting them and just being like, I straight up just love you. Like no condition, no yeah. because, no like justifications, no like, oh, I know it's been a long time. No, I just, I freaking, because that's actually until you have an experience like that, you really don't know what's important. Yeah. You think it's money. You think it's status. You think it's relationship, right? You think it's that sexy body, right? But it's really just love. And it's so freaking corny, but I truly believe that if we can get connected to ourselves and have that be 
higher than our desire for money or relation or love or looking good, I truly believe that will you can attract those things faster. Yeah. When the conditions for happiness don't rely on oh I'll I'll be happy when. If we can, it's like I said, it's corny, isn't it? Right to say, oh, be happy now, but every decision we make is to be happy, anyways.、Yeah. And so I see most of society, they're they're always in this constant hamster wheel of, I need to get this goal, and they're so goal oriented that they're never living from intention.、Yeah. And intention is true in the present moment. The intention is like, what do I want to feel from this vision that I have? Yeah. What is that gonna feel like, and how can I just let go of the outcome? How can I let go of expectations? You see this in relationships, right? But anyways, long story short, it took me it took me a long time to start wake up to wake up because I realized all those times when I felt isolated, misunderstood, and I felt like I had this deep desire to like to 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 let my my message out, but I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. I would always be experiencing these moments when I, I just had maybe it was a girl that I wanted to go talk to, maybe it was a, a, a promotion that I wanted to ask for, maybe it was just a position in my career that I always wanted, but maybe nobody in my family had ever done it, so I didn't feel worthy of it. Yeah, all of these like what if moments in my life were just blowing up in my face all the time until this last moment, and I realized that music, even though I was great at performing. I went to Berklee College of Music, studied the, the greatest music school in the world, like crushing it at、uh, music and stuff like that. But I realized that that was just a fraction of what my true purpose was. Yeah. But I needed to learn the lesson that our, our purpose is never static. For example, you guys may you guys may not be this way for the rest of your lives.、No. You may transition into something else. Me, same thing for me. Same thing for all our listeners,、yeah. and I would encourage everyone to see that it's not. There's no completion here. Yeah, it's all. But if you just stay stuck and you just sit on your hands, nothing good will come of that, right? Yeah. So when when I I took a I invested into myself before I didn't even have the money to be honest with me, and this is not some kind of like hidden manipulative sales tactic I'm using on your listeners. I truly did not have the the money, so I I, I had to be committed. And the only way I was going to force myself to be committed was to pay someone to help me through this,、yeah. because all the other times I was just interested. It was like, oh, are you interested? Oh, oh well, here's excuse, fear, excuse,、yeah. fear, right? And that's why I wasted so much money on other stuff.、So、I call it self-development light. You know, <laughs> meditation, yoga, books, therapy, Tony Robbins, group coaching. You know, all these cheap programs, right? Not that cheap isn't valuable, and I'm just saying like. There's this progression that we go through and self development, and we get results. But some some way, shape, or form, I was still stuck. Yeah, and I was still unfulfilled. More importantly, so it it showed me how all these instances in my life when I didn't when I was my true my true authentic voice couldn't come out. Like it was like a bird that was being suffocated, right?、Mm. And so that's how I saw. That I was actually now moving into helping people with depression and anxiety, but I realized that the three things that cause depression and anxiety are lack of connection,、uh, lack of true purpose, and critical words that we say to ourselves. 
So if you can solve those three problems, you'll never be depressed ever again. But you got to realize that every human has been and will be depressed at some, uh, you know, in some short of their life. So you're not alone. A lot of a lot of my clients, they would always say, "Oh, but I'm different," and you know, "Oh, I, may, I don't feel like I deserve to be ha- um, happy." Yeah. And、uh, it's like, well, if you want to argue for your limitations, you get to keep your limitations.、Hmm. So does that really help you, right? But if do you want a result or do you just want Story. Do you want to placate to your ego's story, right? Because your ego doesn't know what's possible for you, because it can only base that on what you've experienced. But what's possible for you is literally infinite if you take away the illusion that we're all separate. Yeah. On a spiritual level, that we're all one, right? So it, we have this kind of collective consciousness, and there's certain psychological barriers that humans break, like the guy who broke the four-minute mile. Nobody thought that was possible. But then one dude broke it, and then boom, 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 boom! Right, everybody else started breaking it.、Yeah. So it's that belief, that story we tell to ourselves, and once we actually stop living in fear, guilt, shame, regret, and anger,、yeah. which is what the media is trying to put people in to make them give up their rights to a vaccine, we actually start to come into our power by just letting go of that false narrative,、mm-hmm. and placating to the perceptions of other people in our lives. I say the only thing stopping people from what they want, for, there's always going to be fear. Okay, that's that's obvious, right? In every level, there's always going to be fear to get, but that's helping you to see where your growth is, right? In my experience, yeah. But I will say that like, what's stopping people is number one is like their their relationship to money and people. Number two is. Their perceptions of other people, and usually the biggest perceptions they're afraid of is what will mom and dad think of me? Mm. Mm. What will my best friend from childhood think of me if I decide to make this transition into what I want to do? Ironically enough, coronavirus is pressuring people to be forcing that on them, on themselves. So people will say, "Oh, we're being forced to go inside." Oh no. And they're not getting the close. They're they're not getting the opportunistic hint. Like go inside your house, but also go inside your soul. <laughs> go yeah, inside yourself. Yeah. Figure yeah. out who are you. We we jumped on <laughs> this call. Yeah, we we jumped on this call a few. I think it's like a few months ago now. But like we we shared this story before, and it's this lady that used to work in this huge you know cruise company, amazing job. Right, and as soon as it's hit, obviously every cruise ship is like docked, and they can't work, and they're sending everybody home. They're like, you know, it, it, she doesn't have a job anymore. And、uh, I remember that in the call, there's a lot of people in that situation where they are looking for ele- to elevate themselves, right? To learn a little bit more, to see like what's the next step, what's the path. And she said something very powerful, going along what you were saying. She's like, you know, I had I had to face my parents. Because you know we worked really hard to build this career, to study in a, in a legit college, and go and do this and do that, and invest this much money, and now we had a career there. And then all of a sudden, in one night, I'm done. I don't work for this company anymore. So I, I, I was so fearful. I was very stressed to go back and and tell my parents until I made the decision that I was not fired, that I'm now self-employed. So she came out to like we and she changed the narrative. In front of her parents, which she had like like a fear, massive fear, and you you mentioned you know we're always gonna have fear. There's always is always gonna be present. We gotta accept it, and then you know move the pieces to make sure that we're in the best position possible. And what she said is like, hey, you know, I I'm shifting the perspective. 
I don't, I'm not fired, I'm self-employed. And from now on, it's a different story, which I get to write. So, so powerful. And it goes hand in hand with, you know, what you were just explaining, which is um, amazing. Yeah, I mean... It's fascinating, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, you were going to say... It's fascinating because, you know, you weren't born with fear. Hmm. When the baby sees the spider, right? It pets the spider. <laughs> oh, cute so little cute. spider, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then mom, mama walks in the front door. She's like, oh, my God, right? <laughs> baby is like, oh, what? And the next time baby sees a spider, it's, it starts crying. So, mm. right, like all of these fears are conditioned. And then we, because if we want milk, we're just going to scream until we get it. Because we expect love. We know we're good enough. We're confident. You never see a baby self-conscious. <laughs> oh, never. don't look at my my teethless gums when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> no, the baby's just like, yeah, smiling. Babies love attention, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if but they fall, they're we... learning how to walk and they fall. That doesn't matter. People are laughing. Doesn't They don't even pay attention. They just get up and keep going and fall again. Doesn't matter. It's incredible. So much that we can mm. learn from babies. I'm learning so much yeah, with, with baby Luca. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and this goes, you know, for me, I was, I had these very controlling parents and uh, contr- like coaches who always like benched me and stuff like that. So I never felt good enough. Right. Mm. And so uh, I, I developed this kind of people pleasing mentality. And as you guys know, I don't know about you guys, but I was sick and tired of being a people pleaser because it really just destroyed all my, like all my dating life. Right. Like, cause women would never want to they would never want to spend a long-term relationship with me because I was training them to take me for granted. I was always like, Oh, well, how can I, how can, what, how can I make you happy by like bending to your reality? Right. Because every, every, every alpha person, one, one thing you should know is that if, if you want to cultivate your masculine energy, even as a woman, right, even as a woman, you have to lead, you have to take yeah. a frame and you have to be okay with, with people rejecting you. I, you I, have to be okay with you. I, I love because this. otherwise you're just gonna manipulate people. I, right. I love this point. And you know, you talk you mentioned relationships, right? I think it's the same with businesses, right? Like we talked we, we talked a lot with like our, our audience business owners, people like trying to get out there, right? If as a business yeah. and, we, and we had that this experience, like personally I had it. I worked in the fitness industry and we were always taught like the the client's always right the client's always right so we're always trying to figure out like how to help them out how to do this how to serve them and it's a different serve when it's like every client is is important but we had so much friction so many issues and at the end of the day it's like you know what this has to stop like here's the line don't cross it this is what you can do this is what we can do you know where if if we execute like we say that we're gonna execute we can give you the best results possible so you're gonna be very successful and then you're gonna you know we're, we're gonna serve you better so that analogy that you use for relationships i think it, it works perfectly also for businesses because yeah. you have to put a stand you'll be like okay this is enough and you know we've lived it you know lately in the f- past few months with our our high-end service right with content we do a very specific things with content right and if we don't fall into those guidelines we can't help you we can't help you be successful so we gotta make sure that we steer the ship and we stay there so i love that you bring out that point and we can bridge that gap between you know business and relationship because like you said nobody's successful without those relationships uh Uh, man i love it i love it i love it (laughs) yeah no i agree you can definitely be your business can definitely be a people pleaser business and you know, it's, it's funny, a lot of this that, that you're talking right now, I, I just finished reading yesterday a book called um, 
the courage to be disliked. I don't know if you're familiar with that book, but it talks a lot. Yeah, it talks a lot about about this, right? Which is don't I mean, you're handing your power to someone else if you're trying to please them and bend, like you said, you know, bend to their reality. You're just giving them the, the power of how you feel is going to be dependent on on somebody else, right? So there, there needs to be what is called a separation of tasks. So, for example, my task in by in the business is to do my, my things, do them right, and then whether my brother is happy or not, that is his task, right? Like, whether that he is happy with me, I cannot control that. So I'm not going to put, you know, I cannot be bending to his will i i i like the that term that you mentioned so it is super important for people and i think like you said it's a, something from the subconscious because since the moment we are raised right we are praised uh like oh wow good job well done so then we start looking for that praise or if we're not being praised we want the attention and then we go the other way and we <laughs> might we might be like maybe Uh, like you were uh, as a kid, right? Uh, a, little, yes. a little rebellious, right? We still want that attention, but we're trying to find it in a different way. And that is because we are living just like giving our power to somebody else, right? We want that that connection from other people. So I think it is, is, is pretty important. And when it comes to business, right? I think it's the same thing. You need to learn how to separate your, your tasks and say, okay, this is what's in my control, in my power, and this... On the other end, I do not control. And yeah. there's a there's a, 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 a phrase, right? A, a really old phrase that is pretty much, I, I don't, I might butcher it a little bit, but is you can take a horse to the river, but you cannot make him drink the water, right? And it's the same with, with things. You can, you know, it's in your control to take the horse to the water, but then you cannot make people do the things or, and, and all that stuff. So uh, I, I just find this topic super interesting. I, I have a bunch of notes here that, that we can uh, go over in a little bit, but but keep going, please. <laughs> yeah. So so when so like this is so fascinating um, because there's a I just want to touch upon how one of the biggest you know moving forward as a, as my clients got overcame the depression they got their confidence back they're like okay so we we need to get what do I do with my life I've got a clean slate what would I do if I knew that I was gonna die in three years, right? Like, what the hell would I do if mom and dad didn't know what I was gonna do? And that's the question that I ask all my clients, even if they don't know what that looks like, right? Because I help them to actually build a business organically without you know, any, any ads or funnels, or anything like that. You can always scale to that point, but basically just having a passion in business was based off of skills that you've acquired, experience that you have, Right? There's so many talents that people don't realize that they can get paid for. If they just know how to set up a business, you could be a coach, you could be a consultant, yeah. you could be a, a service provider of any type, and you can exchange information and get paid for that. Right? So um, I help them to, one thing I, one thing I learned in a, very, in a very deep way is actually your voice is way more powerful than than what you look like and we all know how you know our visual perception 70% of our intake how we learn is in visual perception but you can divide this stuff guys like there's certain people who learn better visually and auditorily for example men they love learning visually 
we get turned on by visuals, right? Yeah. And then women, they get turned on emotionally. So there's different things that you can, there's different pulleys that you can pull to become a better negotiator. And it all has to do with the way you use your voice. And I encourage you to just go look at a newscaster or a movie star and just see how melodic and beautiful their voice is. And it, it just you're just so mesmerized. You're like, wow, they just seem so certain of themselves. Well, there's a practice to this madness. You see, I always see genius leaves clues. Yep. So I always study the best mother efforts. <laughs> and I see what are they doing that what are they consciously doing that are that's like deeper subcommunications of of what's really going on here. Yeah. So I can really dive deeper into that. And this is this is what I love doing with my clients is seeing that like, dude, you could have been making what you want to make the last year if you just learned the right skills. It's not that you're not good enough. It's just that you are subconsciously conditioned to think that your value and self-worth is based off of putting and prioritizing the needs of others ahead of your own. Yeah. And that's actually why naturally I love working with women because women are more open-minded. Women are more willing to look at their darkness, at their mm. shit, right? Yeah. Women are more just willing to like be open with their emotions. Not all of them, but just generally speaking, I just I just love working with the feminine energy. Yeah. Because they're vulnerable, they they take ownership and they're nurturing, they care. They they care, right? And they're willing to listen to you. Yeah. So, um, you know, when when it comes to empowering women, it's so interesting because then you start to see all the dots connecting to, for myself, it's like my mother didn't have the funds to raise me. Oh, I think it's ironic that now I have women to get the funds so that I never have to be faced with a decision about, you know, raising a child ever again. So you see how all the, there's, there's yeah, dots wow. that connect in your life. Yeah. I, right. I, there's, with, uh, with, uh, with the programming and connecting the dots. And I mean, we saw it a few years back, right? Like we come from, obviously we come from Venezuela, a third world country. And, uh, we grew up with a, a, a dad, a parent that, that they were, Ooh, is that a train? Fancy, uh, is that a train? I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> now uh, our dad was like, he was, <laughs> he was trying to go find the deals, right? He was like always trying to save money and, and do this. Right. And we will like literally to go, we play soccer as well. So we will go buy soccer cleats and uh, we will spend the whole weekend trekking, walking, going in the subway through the entire city, right. To see different wow. options, to see which was the soccer cleat that was the cheapest, right. So we could save mm. some money, you know, 10 bucks, five bucks, whatever that was. And uh, I remember that experience very clearly because in my head, mm. when I was going through that, I was like, why we can't just go buy the first one that we see and then spend the rest of the day doing something else or using the cleats, right? Go play. And uh, I know for our dad, that was very important that we found, you know, the best deal. And as we grew up, right, as we started to like develop uh, the, the business and grow, we found really challenging because you, you mentioned it in the self-development, uh, journey, there's different phases. So we would we'll go after all the free stuff. We will go after all the cheapest courses and yeah. this and that, and that we were and just mirroring that mirroring that behavior, yeah. right? That we were programmed from the very beginning. And it wasn't until like, well, <laughs> now it's like a year and a half ago, but it was like, we finally invested in the, in like this first event that it was like a hundred bucks. It was a live conference from there. We invested almost like 300 bucks in another program and then a coaching program. And then from there, that's 
same year we ended up investing almost like 30 grand in a coaching program to elevate our you know our ourselves to different things but it was so hard to break that belief and break that and we didn't see it until we were like wow we now see the the potential we now see the value of these things mm -hmm. like going forward but that was programmed from us from the very beginning so imagine that was years of with that programming so i am i'm so excited that you're bringing this point on because hopefully you know if you're listening please learn from our experiences please learn from theo's teachings right now and identify those things they're not easy to find and especially they probably come from people that love you a lot and yes it's really hard to accept that for me it was and then to have that conversation with our parents that was probably one of the hardest conversations we've had. I mean, the the whole reading deal too. We, you know, every time, yeah, or that would uh, punish us. He was like, "Go to your room, no TV. All you can <laughs> do is read." So we're like, "I hate reading. Like, I don't want to read ever." And it came to a point where yeah. like, I, I didn't enjoy reading at all. And it wasn't until I started seeing, you know, these successful people now that I follow, that I look up to, and I'm like, they read for fun right like because they love it because they're curious they want to learn more and i'm like i'm curious i always want to learn more but then i don't go to the sources like books right and i started reading a little bit more right kind of like deprogramming myself and i remember like i would grab a book and literally in five minutes i would be sleeping because every single time that i was reading before i would be in my bed reading and i would, I would just fall asleep because i was like ah this is punishment i don't enjoy it right so now yeah. it's like fighting that, like you call, call it subconscious uh, programming. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. By the way, I just want to put this on the record. We do love our dad. <laughs> there's yeah. no way, there's no way that we will yeah, be here yeah, without yeah. him, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to make sure that because we've shared that story multiple times. And <laughs> you know, with the story that he threw rocks to my brother when he was playing soccer too. So <laughs> we do love him. You know, he's a big part of our life, obviously. But I want to encourage right. everybody listening, go identify those moments and go talk to the person that's at, like face him because, I once if you don't face them then there's no way to growth yeah I, I, my question is how do you identify those moments mm -hmm. well i take them so we we only use uh hypnotherapy hypnosis as the vehicle in my experience a lot of my clients they come to me because they've tried hypnotherapy and this is so true because hypnotherapy is really just a way to get your brain into a, a state of mind now there's four states of mind that your brain can go into the first is beta you and i are all in beta right now consciousness then we have alpha alpha is like light hypnosis and meditation and in fact in alpha you can you can be focused it's kind of like when you're in the shower and some of my best business ideas come in the shower <laughs> this is why i have a notepad right outside my shower because i'm literally just like writing that genius stuff down it just comes to me yeah i because the water splashing it just shuts off your conscious mind and this is what people this is how you perform at a high level is oftentimes in life the most counterintuitive methods are actually what you should do to get yeah. by like life is a tr literally like a trick Life is literally like an, a, the most counterintuitive game that you could ever imagine. Meaning yeah. like it's not our job to figure out the meaning of life. No, our job is just to figure out how do we create the meaning of our life, our human life, because life is just trying to find out how, how is it going to express our, itself through us? But we get to create that, that meaning. 
that's what's so beautiful about life, right? Because otherwise life is meaningless, isn't it? Yeah. So we, when we do this, we, when you relax your mind, oftentimes it's like when you're trying to remember a song, if you just forget about the fact that you're trying to remember it, oftentimes it just it flashes in your ear because you stopped trying so freaking hard. And this is why, you know, when you do work with this and you hire somebody, what we do is we bring them back to these events mm. that are the root cause. I, I, I use these special uh, processes and questions to help this client to go, their subconscious will go right to the root cause as to why they keep sabotaging themselves in their career or their business, right? Or why they have, why they keep attracting these types of people that justify why they feel like they're not good enough, right? Yeah. And it all goes back to the whole lesson. We have to transform the interpretation and then we give them a, a recording that's personalized to exactly what they want to do with these, you know, neurolinguistic programmings that are meant to hardwire these new beliefs permanently. And this is what happens. This is how you change your subconscious. Your subconscious mind begins to work in harmony with your conscious desires. And then mm -hmm. that, that way there's no conflict. That way there's yeah. no, because people can't earn their, they cannot out earn their own subconscious self image because the self image it has these hidden limiting beliefs about what we think is possible for, for us, right? And, and it creates fear of rejection and, and uh, ridicule and judgment, right? So these are all just interconnected in the deepest levels of our mind. And it shows up as like, we don't see, we don't, we feel this kind of emotional conflict. A lot of times it comes up as this kind of emotional desperation and attachment for our goals. Mm. So that desperation is a clue into the fact that you have subconscious blocks or limiting beliefs around, mm. you know, what's possible for you or fears, right? What if it doesn't work out? Or if only I was born into a different situation, right? Yeah. All those stories that we tell ourselves. So the last thing that we do is we, we just, we have to diagnose what are the skills that you're just missing? Because if you lack skills, that creates self-doubt. Mm. So a lot of those skills is like, you do have a message. You, you have a message. You have a, a, an inherent calling. There's nothing you really have to create out of the blue. You do have a divine calling. I think that people miss that, that perspective. That You don't have to uh, agree with me. I truly believe that we're all put on here for a purpose. And our job is to discover what that is. Right? So... The only thing you're lacking to, to, to receive that, because in law of attraction, it's about action. It's not just about thinking, believing, manifesting. Yeah. It's about, because action is inside the word attraction. Hmm. So you have to take action to manifest. So if you know how to take better actions, that's literally what a skill is. So you gotta learn more about sales and marketing. <laughs> Simple stuff, right? But people are, they say, oh, I don't need to do that. I can hire someone else. Well, you're just afraid of that thing. You're afraid of that stuff. You hear it all the time with musicians, right? I used to be a musician. So I, I used to make that same excuse. I'll just hire someone to do that. <laughs> right. That, that got me nowhere fast because only, you know, your audience and who you want to help the best. Nobody else can, can know that better than Love you. Mm -hmm. So I, for example, I see a lot of coaches 
who are using coaching like self-development language to market themselves to their audience but they're using the the language that their their business coaches are using to sell them as coaches they don't see how there's there's two languages being spoken you can't use that type of language for your 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 um yeah your own your audience. audience yeah it's so, so you know what i mean so, so interesting like I, i'm just like sitting here trying to process i'm gonna have to listen to this episode like five times yeah because yeah it's they, like just, just I, to cap it off it's self-image it. right self-image it's uh that's like the self-image like the story that we tell ourselves right number two is the limiting beliefs around money around like what do we believe about money what 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 will we grow up about mm. with like learning about money Did, were we told money doesn't grow on trees were we raised to think that wealthy people are evil right like what are all these conditionings yeah and then you know like number three is like are we afraid of rejection and imposter syndrome and visibility are we afraid of like being seen were we always raised to believe oh be seen but not heard or vice versa right yeah and then number four is just lack of skill if you can change those things you can do anything you want to do in life there's only that i love it i i, I mean i think that's like the perfect segue to the action point Wait, wait, yeah, wait, before before the, we yeah. go dive in there. I mean, you said, <laughs> you know, like another story. We were raised on the be humble type of thing, right? Uh, you got to be humble. And I think that led to some sort of, I mean, I agree. People need like, don't be just a, a cocky bastard just walking around, right? But, but like, for me, it translated in kind of like don't speaking up, like kind of like hiding my voice a little bit because I need to be humble, right? I cannot share my opinions with everybody and stuff like that. So it, it is interesting, right? And before we go on the segue, you said kind of like you like to work with uh, women better because they, they're better at facing the, the, that darkness. So I'm curious, yes. you know, now that we already know kind of like where this subconscious programming is coming for we determine where how we can find it right what is the first step to face that darkness uh well well the first step is to really sit down and get some clarity on your own life and just just sit down and say like what, what do i what do i want and and what it, what am i afraid of right And I actually have an I have a great free uh, clarity worksheet. It's a p free PDF you can download on my website, you know, www.theocummings.com. Perfect. You know, awesome. T H E O C U M M I N G S. And we'll we'll, um, we'll leave the and, link right below in the description too. So if people are interested to yeah, to go on the on the if notes, if you want to download that, it's it's really taking you through this process of like, okay, so what are these fears and insecurities that are preventing me from executing on what I want. And then it takes you th through this kind of like belief system process to kind of light a fire underneath you and really show you that mm. there's a hypnosis, there's a lullaby by society and advertising that is in, in all these kind of uh, like religion. No, I'm, not, I'm not against religions. I'm just saying <laughs> like there's this kind of like hypnosis that people are kind of lulled into this lullaby like, hey, just drink your beer. Just, you know, cope with your job and just do be a good little boy, good little girl and just do as you're told. Right. Just just work for the weekend and just 
just be good, right? And so this is this is why it's so difficult to break out of that because everybody it's it's like everybody else is doing it. It's like the osmosis effect. Mm. You become the the, the yeah. five if, if you're if you have five people who you spend the most time with, and they're all mediocre. Well, you're gonna be the sixth mediocre person <laughs> in that group. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But if you're gonna if you're spending time with go getters with with open minded learners and people who never they they're never satisfied not in an unhealthy way but just the fact that they're always growing they're always curious they're always wanting to become better just for the joy of the process right yeah. if you're around those winners right you're going to be the sixth winner yeah. so there's just so much negativity that's being bombarded in your brain there's thousands and billions of pieces of information that are being are accessing your mind on a consistent basis without you even consciously knowing it. And I encourage everybody listening to Google the reticular activation system. Yeah. Or in other words, it's the RAS. This is the part of your brain that focuses on things in your environment, filters out the billions of pieces of information, only focuses on things that are important to your survival. But you can le- yeah. I teach people how to leverage this RAS to focus on what you want to manifest. Fascinating. So you can actually you can program it to only go after like if you want to manifest a red ferrari it will only filter through the, the opportunities in the moment where you can take advantage of that opportunity yeah. and you can seize the moment love it but uh, you yeah. have to elevate your consciousness to do that fascinating yeah. I, I love that wait, wait i want to share something here on the screen sorry people in the podcast <laughs> you won't be able to see you can go like, come to the video yeah, yeah. what is it uh, let me see uh, okay you're gonna read it right there oh damn boy wow what was the, that the, incredible the, the reticular activation oh, no, yeah, system yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> in the morning i put ras affirmations and then i, I write my affirmations for for the day <laughs> love that yeah th- because what you're doing is your program because you you re- you have to realize that your be- a belief is not what people think it is people think it's like i believe right and that this is this kind of like stagnant thing no, no no a belief is just a pattern of words so once we see that right it's like a, it's like i am blank right yep. that's a belief yep. so once we can rewrite those words that's how we move the RAS into what we want because the brain will do exactly what we tell it to do but the funniest thing about this is that like all of the marketing all the advertising they're giving you value but I I want to encourage everybody and this was a very weird lesson for me to learn I didn't realize this is true but all of the free YouTube you know free advice and stuff they're giving you value but the thing is is that they're also problem focused Right, mm. they're actually problem focused. So w- w- we need to make sure that we're actually moving our minds into what we do want, yeah. solutions focused, and making our own visualizations, our own targets, our own goals. Because otherwise, we're just going to be pulled by shiny ball syndrome, and then we're going to just throw a bunch of money away without having our own specific goals. We, yeah. The mind, love, the most successful people, they're very specific with the words they use. You'll notice that, right? Like they stay away from the words try. They stay away from the words, yeah, but. They stay away from the words, I hope, right? Because try implies failure. Yeah, but is just focusing on the negative, which is what you're going to manifest into your reality. And the hopefully is just like you're a little child. 
wanting you know this you're, you're like t you're like neo in the matrix and you're you're taking the blue pill of comfort and you think that this authority like the media the government is going to give you some certainty but it's very it's very seductive isn't it right it's so easy to just say oh yeah just tell me what to do mm -hmm. i'll yeah. be the sheep you just give me the script of what to believe and i'll believe it yeah, yeah. right yeah. and i know everyone's lived that life and i was just, for me i was just like i'm sick of it i'm done yeah i want out fascinating fascinating yeah that I, that's really whew, really cool I, stuff I, I i i feel like at some point we're gonna have to do like a, a version like a, a a next part part two for this i can't even talk because of how good this information has been and i'm a, i'm afraid that if i ask you about the action point we're just gonna have so many follow-up questions that we're gonna just continue to yep. like to wait, do this wait be, before so uh, on on the belief side that you were talking the i am blank and then right just repeating that uh, for yourself Yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. I, I found this so interesting because I was, you know, growing up, again, the story of my dad throwing rocks at me. Uh, I was called lazy a lot of times, right? Uh, oh, you're lazy. You're so lazy. You're so lazy. And I think that I, I'm, not, not, I'm not saying like my dad, like a lot of people on that, just like stating my mind that I was lazy, right? <laughs> so one of my, like literally the first affirmation that I write is, I am focused, driven, determined, and an action taker, right? So it, it's changing that because um, at some point I realized that I was like, wow, like I don't want to be like this. And if I just keep telling myself that, right? So yeah. it's what you're saying. Change the the questions that you ask yourself and you change the quality of, of your life. Yeah. I think like to summarize just a tiny bit here with the action yeah. point, I think like to bring it very basic also, and I highly encourage you listener, go back and do this again with a notebook and write all these things down because it's so important. But the first thing I say is like one of the last things that you said, Theo, is like be very specific with, uh, with the words that you use. Be very conscious because mm. that's how we actually create our reality, right? And I'm in a constant battle with my family members and we people in our team that we gotta be very specific with those things. And sometimes because we're conditioned by either the people outside of us that are not, they might not be in the same place or might be in a lower place than us or a different place, right? Not lower, different, right? They might not be as conscious with those words. So we just gotta make sure that we're consistent with that. And I think that's very tiny change that we can do, that the audience can do today to start moving the ship forward, to be able to start changing, one, the self-image, two, the limiting beliefs about, you know, money, uh, being afraid of rejection at the end of the day, identifying those skills, right? So mm. uh, incredible, incredible uh, information that you share with us. We're extremely thankful for this, man. Let me ask you one last question here. Um, sure. How where would you think like people that do not publish right like because this is you know part of like the journey that we've taken is actually take this platform and start publishing putting our thoughts out there sharing ideas with people like you right uh right i mean just, sorry going on sharing our voice have been one of the best uh teachers ever if you put it like that just because yeah. we you start realizing it when you make like put your ideas into words, you start realizing things like, wow, why am I saying this like this? Yeah, you start maybe, finding your own identity. Yeah, maybe I should say it like that, kind of like finding that true voice that you were talking about. So yeah. where where, like, where would you think like people will be if they did not publish, right? If they don't put themselves out there, be? where would they be? Yeah, what, like what's your take on that? 
in business or in life or yeah i mean we, we talk mainly on business right but let's say somebody that starts publishing uh you can take us for example right that we did two, two rounds of 45 facebook lives for example you know we have now people doing it uh the podcast people that start a platform that starting to to share their message well, like under your coach eyes like under your like mindset under your your all this training that you've done with your clients and people like where do you think people could be without having something something like that an outlet where they can share their message well i want to i want to tell i want to tell a quick story about like when i was watching this youtube video a while back and it was a video of these elderly people and they were they were talking about what their life was like and the most interesting aspect was it was never like oh i regret doing all those things it was actually oh i regret not doing all of these things x y z and i don't know about you guys but i personally never want to say those words at when i'm at the end of my life and I want to I want to say like no I did take action on those goals. I don't care it doesn't even matter where it led me. I was just I had faith enough to like really just question authority, to really just question my own beliefs and to question reality for what I've been told what it is. Yeah. And to really just say like what do I truly believe? What do I stand for? What's my message? And you know, we w one thing I learned was like we, we live in a world of feelings. Emotions are the most powerful forces on the planet. And we can use that to our advantage. Meaning, if you have a belief that you are amazing, right? But you don't feel anything when you say that, you might as well just it's just a thought. Mm. But, however, conversely, you know, generally speaking, when you have a belief and you say, I am unstoppable, and you feel it, that's when you're living in intention, and that's when your intention becomes more important than your goals. And that's when you've mastered law of attraction, because you're acting from this space of like, I have this intention, and I feel good, I feel like I'm loving the process, but I'm totally letting go of the outcome because i am the new story yeah. right this is the new lifestyle who is who is that person that is taking action from the space of who they want to become right so yourself in five years who is that person and how do they think act and feel how do they think act and feel on a regular consistent basis and i encourage you to just focus on that because quantum physics shows us the past and the future are not even real. Yep. The, the past is just recreating itself through the subconscious memories. And then the future is the, the future that we all want is now. Dude, it's now I, I, made up of right now. I love it. Man. So, so many <laughs> of the things you talk about today, uh, you know, I, I, I read in this book that I told you the courage to be disliked. I totally recommend it to you, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, you might heard of uh, Adler, Adler, the the psychologist, um, and he talked about that, about that literally living in the now, the past and the future doesn't exist, um, that we use 
sometimes like or past traumas right like so etiology like freud uh his theory is that the traumas pretty much like cause and effect which is why people are what they are but he says that is that is not like that that he says like people use that as an excuse mm. because of their of their goals that they want right so they don't want to socialize with people yeah. so they use it the, the past trauma to to make that happen right and and he talks a lot about living in the now that life is just about that just It's a dance, right? It's not like a straight line. It's just like a bunch of dots, and you gotta move from one dot to the other. Just, just living life in the now and being intentional with what you want to feel those emotions. Dude, Theo, this yes, was. Yes, and I, I do want to just say that it's never too late to change, and it's not my intention to put to to make anyone afraid because i think we have enough stuff trying to make us afraid anyways right <laughs> yeah. so But much just realize that the longer you wait to change your beliefs the more reference experiences you're gonna your ego is gonna find to yeah. justify your excuses and your old story the more ingrained those limiting beliefs get the longer you wait yeah that's i just want to leave you guys leave people with that just as a sign of inspiration, not as a sign of, of, of fear and anxiety, but just as a way to say like, hey, listen, let's let's really just peel away this conditioning. Yeah, let's yeah. really find out who, who am I and what's, what it, what's possible, right? What a, <laughs> what, a, what a fun journey. Guys, if you're yeah, listening, thank, thank you. you so much, Theo. Absolute pleasure having you on the show. This was mind-blowing. <laughs> it was exciting to talk about. Uh, just you, you were just talking. We're just like paying attention, taking notes. Like the iPad is about to explode. Fonzie's <laughs> notebook is about to, you know, fall apart because of of the amazing value that you brought into the show. I I appreciate you, man. Uh, don't hop off. We're gonna say bye to the Facebook Live audience. It's just a second. Uh, before we say bye, where can we find you? You mentioned your website, uh, theocummins.com. Where else can people connect with you? Yeah. So uh, Facebook. I mean, uh, Facebook, of course, Theo Cummings is just my first, my last name. Uh, my website is theocummings.com. You can download that free PDF worksheet as all my other socials on it as well. Uh, Instagram, I have this interesting name. It's called master.vibrant, V-I-B-R-A-N-T, vibrant. And the reason why this is because we did a poll. Uh, I did a poll on like all my clients and all my all my uh, past clients who have ever gone through me. And I asked them if you describe me in one word, what would that be? Right? It's kind of like market research for your brand. I love it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you tend to be very vibrant. <laughs> I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check let's, this out. I'm gonna let's go with try it. this out. Awesome. So, you know, that's what I that, that's where people can find me. Um, if you want to reach out directly, uh, the business office is 305-588-0868 for immediate help to see if we can help you. The process for enrollment for uh, my program is you set up a brief chat to see if we can help you. It's a breakthrough call to at least give you some clarity. Even if you don't end up investing in yourself, it's a great opportunity to just see what's stopping you and what's it going to take for you to get to the next level. We'll actually create a customized plan for you. And then if it's a great fit, we'll execute the plan together. 
Awesome. That's awesome. Guys, go ahead. Check him out. TealCummins.com. Uh, check him out on Facebook if you're there. Instagram, master.vibrant. And then uh, give him a call. We're going to leave all this info in the, in the episode notes. And, uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. It's been an honor. I, I, I think we're going to do this twice again. But yes. <laughs> yeah, we have to. We should. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're going to have to go. I think we're going to have to do one in person. Just yeah. throwing that out there. Yeah. All right. Where awesome, are you guys, guys living now? You're out in California? No, we're in Jacksonville, Florida. We're in Jacksonville, Florida. Florida. <laughs> oh, that's close. Yeah. So, Theo, give me one second. I got to do the outro. <laughs> I got to do the outro here before we do. You're going to make me edit this thing. All right, here we go. No, that's good. I, I like, love it. I love I, it. I, I like this outro better, honestly. All right, here we go. One, two, three. And with that being said, guys, thank you so much for so, for checking the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Follow us on social media at Co. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye.